my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, and welcome you to this week's edition of the St. Jude Parish Chatter. We are now in the third week of Lent, uh, of Easter, and we're rejoicing at the resurrection of the Blessed Lord. I'm here rejoicing with Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi, I am definitely rejoicing in Easter and not Lent anymore. <laughs> That's right. My mind was somehow stuck back in the fasting mode. So it, will, it will save us from this fasting mode of ours. Praise be to God and thanks be to, to his glorious resurrection. How was your celebration of Easter? Oh, it was wonderful. It was it was it was relaxed. It was simple. It was, but it was really nice. Yeah. Great, great weekend with my family. And uh, it's a joyful time, isn't it? it kind it of is. lifts our spirits, and we just have this confidence that good things are going to happen. And and yeah, I know that you were sick around your birthday, but you come out of it <laughs> well, did. and you've re- recovered well. Exactly. God. I was ready by Easter. I felt a lot better, which was nice. Mm. And it's an ancient custom in the church that Easter becomes a time of rejoicing. Mm. So even in the monasteries, there would be this uh, joke-telling day, a time that they <laughs> would rejoice. And it was always in the Easter season, they would do joke-telling days. So I have a joke for you, Tyler. Do you okay. want to hear one of my jokes? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, good. So this is a great joke about St. John Paul II when he came to visit Denver. And the joke is that this fellow that was supposed to drive him around was slow. Because, you know, in Italy, the people drive fast <laughs> all the time. So he's driving around Denver in the back seat of this car, and they're on their way to whatever they were going to. And the Pope says, go faster. And the guy says, no, no, I don't want to go faster. And the Pope says, go faster. I don't want to go faster. So finally, the Pope says, well, then let me drive. So the Pope got into the front seat of the car and made the driver get in the back. And they're driving through Denver, and they're changing lanes, and they're speeding. And a police car sees this car goes by, and so the police officer pulls him over. And they pull him over to the side, and they're pulled over there, and the police officer walks up and wants to say, show me your license, but he looks, and he saw that it's the Pope. So he said, wait here. And he went back, and he called it in on his radio, and the police officer said, Chief, I don't know what to do here. This is somebody really important that I pulled over. And the chief said, well, is it the governor of Colorado? And the the police officer said, no, it's more important than the governor of Colorado. (laughs) And the um, chief said, well, is it the president of the United States? And the police officer said, no, more important than that. Well, gee whiz, said the the chief of police, who is it that you pulled over? And the police officer said, well, I don't know, but his chauffeur is the Pope. (laughs) I like that. You like that? I I do enjoy that one. Yeah. You have any jokes? I, I, I do. I know it's not my own. I, um, there is a, uh, a person that creates these, like these Twitter, uh, little jokes that, mm-hmm. um, there are little conversations between God and an animal as he creates the animal. So it's God creating animals. So mm-hmm. I'll share this one to you. It's a conversation between God and the whale. Hmm. So God says, you're a mammal. And the whale responds like a bat. God says, yes, exactly. The whale responds, yay, I'm a bat. Well, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not a bat. Oh. You use echolocation. Oh, I'm a bat. God, you are not a bat. Oh, you sleep upside down. I am the splashiest water bat. Um, that's cool. That's the one I have. Uh, that's good. I, I enjoy. Like I enjoyed reading those things. They're, 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 they give me a little joy as we think of God creating these animals. And That is fun. Good. <laughs> All right. Who's our sponsor this week? Our sponsor this week is we have another upcoming adult miniseries mm. led by Deacon John. Thank you, Deacon John. Um, he's starting this upcoming Tuesday, April 25th at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. in the St. Benedict Room. He's doing a miniseries on the Bible. Um, and so they're going to spend three weeks entering into into the, the Bible timeline and learning just this this 
this kind of background of of our of the scriptures of this this story, learning our own family uh, yeah. story through the Bible timeline. The scriptures are just so foundational to who we are as the people of, of God, and the scriptures can be mysterious to us because well, there's just a lot in there. But by just doing this three week series, I think you will walk out with a whole um, a whole new confidence as you go through this world because the Bible Christians out there in the world will confuse us with different mm. quotes. And we need to know that that's our book that they're using. It belongs <laughs> to the Catholic Church. And for the first 300 years of Christianity, there wasn't a Bible. There was the oral tradition. There was the, the church was at work. Right. And then it got codified at the Council of Hippo in 393. So just um, just coming to this class will give you a whole new confidence to be able to, to walk with the Word of God in this life. Yeah, so uh, starting this this Tuesday, April 25th at 9 a.m. in the St. Benedict Room, uh, join us for the for the, that, that Tuesday and the following Tuesdays after that. Yeah, and you don't have to register in nope. advance. You just, just show up for the class. And Deacon John is so generous in sharing yeah. his, his gifts with us in that. So please um, put that on your radar. Speaking of you know entering into Bible and into the Bible and entering into this the story of our, our our history, would you read us this weekend's gospel? I would love to share this gospel. This is one of my favorites. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, looking Cleophas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. Besides this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find the body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe all that the prophet spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that, while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. 
The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. Such a beautiful expression of this conversion of the disciples. Mm. My spiritual director has often pointed out the saddest sentence in the whole scriptures is in this gospel. And the saddest sentence is, we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. Mm. It's in past tense. Their hope was gone. And they had given up their hope. We were hoping. But now we don't have any more hope. It's just the nature of this life and the nature of the cross and crucifixion that we give up our hope, there's nothing else left at the other side of it. I find it fascinating that they say that, that we were hoping. And then a few lines later, they they actually recount the story of the women going and having this vision and being told that he is alive. And yet, mm-hmm. still despite that, yeah, they still, we it, it, well, yeah, it's this past hope and we're walking away from Jerusalem now. There was something of just the testimony of the women wasn't enough for them. Mm. They had to have the real encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that can be the the nature of of our lives as well. We can meet nice people who are Christians all the time. But when we see their witness, when we encounter the Lord Jesus working through them, that's what brings about our conversion. Mm. It's actually the the words of God um, that that have to speak to us as they go forward. Here's something that St. Jose Maria Escriba pointed out from, from that from the same pericope. The two disciples who, without realizing it, had been deeply stirred by the words and love shown by God, made man, are sorry to see him leaving, for Jesus appeared to be going on further. The Lord Jesus never forces himself on us. He wants us to turn to him freely. When we begin to grasp the purity of his love, which he has placed in our souls, we have to hold him back And it says in the scriptures, they constrained him. They had to hold him back. And they begged him, stay with us, for it is evening and the day is almost over. So the word can elude us. Like the women's uh, expression, it uh, was elusive. They weren't able to grasp it. And it wasn't until their hearts were stirred with love that they grasped onto Jesus. And they said, stay with us, for the the night is uh, is coming on. It's, It's getting to be dark. Darkness is going to overtake us. That has to be our prayer life as well, that we have to, to reach out to the Lord. We have to, to stir ourselves to, to go out to him and to try and pull ourselves to be, to be closer to him. I think that can be the, the difference between Good Friday and Easter, that Easter is just this hopeless time and this uh, emptiness comes upon us. But then when we discover Easter, that Jesus is risen from the dead, we have to beg him, stay with us. That Easter joy can elude us. It can right. fall to one side. We have to beg him to stay with us. And I think it, it becomes so easy as we, you know, we enter into the Easter season and uh, we celebrate on Easter Sunday and maybe we celebrate on Easter Monday telling jokes. Yeah, uh, love our jokes. But maybe we then just, we, we forget it. We can move on with our lives and it's no different than if we were in Lent maybe at that point. We're not having that joyous celebration anymore and, and, and we become almost like the, the these disciples who just like, yeah, we, we've heard the message but we're walking away now instead of saying, no, I want, I want to stay closer with you, Lord. I want to, throughout this Easter season and beyond it, I want you to be, stay here with me. I want to come to know you more. My heart is burning. And notice this coming to be with the Lord. My heart is burning with the Lord. It happens in the context of the breaking of the bread. Mm-hmm. So he explained the scriptures to them on all, everything that applied to him. And then they broke bread. And when they broke the bread, that's when they recognized right. him. 
And we should all see this as the Mass. When we come to Sunday Mass, we are hearing the Word. What does this Old Testament have to do with the Lord Jesus? And Uh then we hear the the Gospel proclaimed once again. It's all about the Lord Jesus. And we hear it, but it's when we encounter His body and His blood, the pure sacrifice and the the sign of the New Covenant. When we receive that, that's when we recognize Him. This is Jesus. This is the one that I've come to know and believe as the one who died and rose from the dead. yeah, his powerful resurrection then changes everything. So if you want to have that experience of being close to the Lord Jesus, come to Sunday Mass. Absolutely. He is there every Sunday. What a wonderful, in some ways, a beautiful gospel as we have here as we, you know, we're beginning to enter into this 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 Eucharistic renewal here in, in, in our country and everything. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That, yeah, we, we're not just coming and like, oh, yeah, hearing some readings, hearing Father preach, and yeah, we go and receive this, this bread and this wine. But no, we are coming forth and we're receiving God himself. Like, yes. he has revealed himself fully, not as some image, not as some mm-hmm. symbol, but he himself has revealed to us right there before us. What shows us that his plan is that we are religious. You've mm. heard the expression, and oh, I'm spiritual, but not religious. It's kind of a buzz <laughs> phrase out there. But we discover in this Easter season that he wants us to be religious and not just spiritual. Right. So we're to be called religious and spiritual. So the powerful resurrection and the joy of that moment, yeah, there's a spiritual reality there. But then he calls us to be a part of his body, to be the ones that hear him speaking to us uh, along mm. the way, and then to recognize him in the breaking of the bread. And that brings us into communion with others right. and brings us into the church. The church isn't just the building with the bricks and mortar. That's a, that's a visible sign. It's a sacramental, the visible sign of the invisible reality. And we are those who have come together to hear the word and participate in his new covenant. And get this, it's the same new covenant that Cleophas got to take part of. Is that his name, Cleophas? Yeah. Did I say that right? Um, he heard about this, but also um, the Blessed Virgin Mary would have experienced this word and, and the breaking of the bread. Or St. Augustine at the mm. year 400, St. Francis of Assisi the year 1200, and St. Francis de Sales in 1600s. And us today, it's the same church, yeah, the same gift of hearing the word and the breaking of the bread, which is the sign of the new covenant. And they don't just stay there. They don't continue on their journey further or anything. They immediately run back to Jerusalem mm-hmm. for that community, for that exactly. sharing. What's in, in Jerusalem? Really good food for the hummus? They didn't <laughs> go to Jerusalem for the hummus. They went to Jerusalem because the apostles were Absolutely. there. They went to seek out the apostles right. and to give their testimony of how they had yeah. uh, experienced the power of the resurrection along the way. Uh, we have only touched the surface of this gospel, and it's so yeah. beautiful, and I love it so much. Um so thanks for having at least getting us to the surface uh, of this yeah. this beautiful gospel of, of resurrection. Uh, so thanks for going through that with us. If you want to know more of that story that led these these disciples to burn, come to Deacon Deacon's thing sure. on Tuesday. I mean, this is what he's going through is essentially what exactly. Jesus took these disciples through. Yeah. Uh-huh. How does the word relate to Jesus Christ? How right. does all of the Old Testament, the prophets, it's all pointing Absolutely. to the new covenant that God is getting us ready for in Jesus Christ? Well, as we go forth, uh, would you give us your blessing, Father? Absolutely. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.